Three, two, one. All right. You know what it is? You know who it is? We're back. Today I got family member Jake Baird. So Jake is a former, well, I mean, a former amateur boxer, and he has boxed with some pretty crazy people. Um, he's got a lot of history and background in the sport, and he's taken it to a level that a lot of people never take it to. So I thought it would be really cool to kind of sit down with him, uh, get some basics on boxing and basics on throwing a punch, and get his perspective on a lot of stuff. Um, I know a lot of my jujitsu people who pay attention to me will like this and kind of learn from him and uh, hopefully do some more stuff in the future. So, Jake, if you want to give yourself a little bit of an introduction, kind of history, and um, go from there. Um, so I've been boxing for about 24 years. Um, I, I had a, only had five amateur fights, but I spent the good part of eight years um, in fight camps with pros uh, like Willie Monroe, uh, Push-Up Frazier, uh, the Brinson Brothers, um, and uh, Russell Jordan, Russell Jordan um, for like a solid year. Um, all guys who have um, uh, been up there. So some guys fought for, for titles against some big names like Sergio Martinez and uh, Felix Sturm. Um, and now I, I train. I coach. I coach boxing. Um, and that's where I'm at now. Yeah. And where do you train now? Or where do you train out of now, I guess? I'm training at LAKO in uh, Eagle Rock, California. Cool. And uh, what's the transition been like from, uh, you know, training for boxing to coaching or training people for boxing? Like going yourself through the process and then now taking people through that process. Um, it's, it's really, it's not that different. Um, it's it's kind of harder to train because you know, you got to get yourself, you got to keep yourself motivated all the time. Um, coaching, it's taking everything that I know that I should do and just and then leaving it up to them to decide how far they want to push it. Um, so for my end, coaching is kind of easier than, than um, training was. I love, but, I love coaching. Yeah, I mean, I love coaching and you're not getting hit in the head, right? So it's <laughs> <laughs> easier. Um, so I guess one of the main things I want to talk about because I'm a big fight fan and like, I'm a huge, uh, av well, I guess not advocate of fighting, but like an advocate of learning a martial art or learning, you know, basic self-defense and learning from people who know what they're talking about. Cause a lot of people think they know how to throw a punch and you know, a lot of people, the fighting is one of those weird things that, you know, anybody can do, but you know, being good at it and efficient at it is another thing. So I guess kind of my next question is what are the foundations of a good punch and what are the kind of key mechanics we're looking for there? And, you know, where, do, where would someone start with that when looking to do that? Okay. So first uh, let me say that human beings are built to fight. Like everything that we do in boxing, um, every movement you make uh, goes right to the next move. It could you set up for the next movement if you're doing it right. Yeah. Right. So your body will tell you if you're doing something wrong. So I'm going to stand up and demonstrate. Um, so I'm not going to go over like how you hold your hands and everything and, and your feet. Yeah. But I'm going to go over um, uh, 
uh, where we want our balance, basically, right? So we're up in our stance, and you'll see a lot of people, you know, they, they like to bounce around a lot, a lot, right? Which is, you don't need to do that. What you really need when you're throwing combinations is you want to be down here like this, right? So your, your normal stance is up like this, but when you're getting ready to throw punches, you want to be down here. One, because all your power is just like swinging a baseball bat, right? Your hips are where is where the power comes from. It's not your arms, right? So you want to be nice and strong down here, nice and strong down here, because when you're throwing punches, you want to be able to get that torque, right? Everything that we're doing down here. So that's where it starts. Right here, we're up, moving around. You get in here, ready to throw your punches, you're going to drop down a couple inches, right? And then turn. Now, I don't know if you can see from here, but turning into a punch, right? So you're turning, you're, you're basically, you're flicking your, your, your hips, and you're letting the, the hand follow after it, right? So we're flicking the hips, letting this come into it, and then you can see my, my shoulders back here are cocked and ready to go. You're just gonna flick your hips back the other way, come across like that, right? And turn your, you wanna turn on your toes with every punch. So again, your, your body's working, every part of your body is working in unison with the other punch. Boom, 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 boom. And again, like I said, if you're doing it wrong, your body's gonna tell you. Like if you don't turn on, can't say it, but if you don't turn on your front toe when you're throwing a hook, you're gonna feel the pullback all the way down to your ankle, right? So and the hook will stop like right here because your body's gonna your body's telling you you're not doing it right. So if you want the hook to be able to come all the way across like this, turn on your toe, and that's really the most important thing. Yeah, so I mean, essentially, you know. Um, that's one thing I've learned cause I've dabbled in it myself, but I've never been like, well, I have worked with somebody, but, um, you know, throwing a punch isn't about your arms. It's mostly about your hips and it's about creating power through your hips and kind of utilizing your lower body to create that torque and just load something, just unload on somebody. And it's not so much of like this, it's hips. And then your arm, like you said, your arm, your fist is coming after you're going through that. So like that whole process of, you know, uh, creating a solid punch and, and, you know, I know I've heard landing is harder than a, obviously the hardest part of boxing. So, you know, after you get to throw a punch, it's, um, it's learning how to land it, but like having the mechanics and knowing how to efficiently, um, do that is going to be huge. So, um, you know, with that, what has been the biggest thing on your end from, so you went from training to, you know, working with some pretty high-end athletes and then transitioning from athlete to coach. So you've been through the training process and not only in terms of boxing, but in terms of like staying in shape and getting in shape and then now getting people in shape, what, like as in terms of fitness, cause that's, you know, my expertise, what do you see as the biggest, um, needs and then the biggest, uh, you know, the, the things that people need to work on the most, I guess. Uh, the interns. I mean, people, it's, they, they lose their wing real quick, right? Like it, um, unless they're a marathon runner or something, someone comes in, like someone comes in from weightlifting, especially into boxing, they'll be able to throw punches for 20 seconds and then they're dead. Mm -hmm. Right. That's it. So it's again, conditioning, um, the, the, the muscles in the, in your arms, right. Getting your wind up, getting just endurance is the biggest thing, um, to start with because, um, if you can't keep it going, uh, 
you're, you're not gonna be you're not gonna finish a workout you're not gonna get what you're supposed to get out of it mm. definitely endurance right and and speaking of endurance you know what is you know does that look like you know for someone like yourself did that look like running did that look like you know, bike did that look like what did that look like endurance wise so for me so first i disclaimer i would not recommend this if Anyone that I, I have ever trained uh, watches this, um, and if any of my coaches happen to see this ever, um, I'm sorry, but I never ran. Um, I used to lie to my coach all the time, right? We're so, I'm supposed to be running, you know, two, three miles every day. Uh-huh. I would always go in, coach would be like, do, do you run? Do you, do you do your road work? Yeah, always. But my – and it's really important. It's, you should run all the time, right, all the time. Keep your heart rate up all the time. Um, but the way that I did it, um, because of the way that I fought, I threw a lot of power punches, a lot of heavy power punches. I went my, like my whole thing was going to the body. Right. And so what I did was I would do my work on the heavy bag. Like say I was doing eight rounds. I would usually have two rounds out of that eight where the whole three minutes, I would just go hard, um, power shots. So at the very least, it's like, if I'm running out of steam, and if I can't breathe the way that I'm supposed to because I haven't been running, I know that my arms will be able to do that work as, you know, as efficiently as they should be. Um, so, again, I wouldn't recommend that you should run and jump rope. Those are the, the two most important things because um, I did do my jump rope and all that. And um, I noticed that when I started jump roping at the end of every training session, um, my endurance started to go up. Um, mm-hmm. And, it, and it kept, I got leaner. It kept me, kept me uh, um, when I was fighting at my fighting weight, I went down from about 156 to 152 and was able to hold it around there just with the uh, um, jump roping for three rounds at the end of training session. Mm-hmm. Jump roping, running, you should do all the time. Um, but bag work, definitely like, you know, make sure that you're moving your arms. Throw, throw those punches, throw a lot of punches. They don't all have to be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people get, you know, they get, uh, I, don't, I don't know if confused is the right word, but like they, they try to throw too much power every single punch. And so. you don't. It, it, so it, fitness wise, um, it, it'll get you in, in great shape if you're just throwing power punches. It will. Um, but if you, if you are serious about knowing uh, how fighters do it, the way that you win fights is by changing speeds and, you know what I mean? Not, not keeping well, it's, almost, it's, it's almost setting up your punch. Right, right. Because if you throw 100% all the time, someone's going to be able to time your speed, right? So you want to change it up every now and then. Touch, touch, then come with something hard, then come with something fat. You know what I mean? And, and like, practice that on the back. Get used to it. Yeah. And like the, you know, even like I said, the best, the best fighters that I've seen, um, just from watching, obviously, and like, you know, they never – you know, like even someone who everybody's probably seen is Conor McGregor. And like when he's, you know, he's never just throwing power punch, power punch, power. He's like, di- like tap, tap, tap. And then he's coming with the left hand. Or if you're watching like, you know, maybe Mike Tyson was the only one who's ever thrown 99% power punches. But like none of these guys who are winning championships and uh, I, you know, like Floyd, even watching Floyd is like, you know, he's just hitting you. He's just constantly hitting you, just landing punches. And like in boxing, those add up. And then, you know, towards the later rounds, you're going to catch someone with one of those big punches and that's when you're going to win. But also that's why the endurance is there. 
That's why you need to be able to move and you need to be able to do it for a long period of time. Um, and you know, it's like I said, it's, it's a, from what I've learned from jujitsu so far and what I've seen from boxing is it's a massive, just chess game where you're setting up your closing, your closing move, whether it's a punch or a submission or something of that nature, you're, you're working to set up something down the line and everything before that is a step in the right direction for that. Um, and you know, I, you obviously have more experience cause you've been in, you know, I've done a jujitsu competition, but like being in a, a fight is a little bit of a different situation. Um, have you seen that, you know, play out and be like, all right, like I was l- looking for this and this is how I did it. Yeah. Uh, um, I was not good at it. Like my first five years boxing, I was, I was the typical Irish fighter where I went in, took 20 punches to land two hard ones. Right. And, uh, Guys like Push-Up Frazier and Willie Monroe and especially Russell Jordan, guys that knew tricks of the trade and, and were a little more calm and knew they didn't have to throw, uh, you know, 100% all the time, but it would catch me. They would let me do certain things, and I thought that I had them, and then I would get myself into a trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, like when I'm sparring, um, even some of the other trainers at the gym, I, I have the boxing part of it. I have the mind games down. Um, long after it's worth anything because I don't play anymore. Mm. Um, but it happened to me. It, it, it happened, it's, it's a, and that's why the endurance is so important. Because I mean, I'm sitting here wailing on guys. I know I can punch, you know, it was a thing I had, I could punch hard. These guys were letting me feel like I was getting to them for five, six rounds. And then all of a sudden I do the same thing that I've been doing, thinking that I'm gonna land something and pop, pop, I get popped. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's, that's how it works, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I mean. Not cool that you got popped, but it's cool that, like, you know, you go through that process and see what it's like, especially against guys like that who are, you know, there's a reason why they're at the top of their game is when they, they see that stuff and they're, um, you know, you don't, you don't get that type of uh, feedback, I guess, from anybody else where it's round six and you're like, all right, I got this. And you're boom, boom. You're like, I don't got this. Um, and again, like I've never. Boxing is, a hard, boxing is a very hard thing to learn if you're not actually doing it. It's like one of the things yeah. where you kind of have to do it yeah. to learn it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, like I said, that's one of the things that I enjoy about it the most, but like, again, I'm just watching. So it's, it's a different scenario. Um, so in terms of, you know, training people now, how do you incorporate, you know, making it a workout and differing it from, I guess, training for boxing? Like what are the, you know, obviously there's going to be skill components to training for boxing, but looking at like a client comes in, they're like, Hey, I just want to get in shape first. Hey, I want to go, you know, fight somebody. Like what are the differences there and how do you kind of incorporate fitness within that? Um, well, one of the things that people know me for, and I think that all of my clients uh, have come to expect from me. And the reason they keep coming back is because I tell everyone first day, I'm going to train you. Like we are fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, because this is going to get you in shape, you know, and you're going to learn a little something along the way yeah. uh, to get in shape regardless. Right. So what, why am I, if, if you've come to a boxing gym to learn boxing, to get in shape, why not learn the boxing the right way? Right. Um, you're going to get in shape either way. So I, I approach um, all my clients as if they're all training for an amateur fight. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, it's different. The, the people that say they actually want to fight, 
Um, I'm a little harder on them. I let I let less mistakes go. Yeah. Like on the bag, going backward or, or hitting the mitts. Um, as opposed to someone who's there just uh, uh, trained to get in shape. As long as they're putting in the work and they're sweating hard, their form is is good enough. Um, I'll let it go. But I, yeah, I train everyone as as though they're going going to play. Cool. That's awesome. Um, you know, with with me, you know, I've. I haven't worked directly with fighters, but I, you know, like I said, I've been in jujitsu and working more and more and talking to people like you about it. You know, I see um, lots of stuff that I kind of can't wait to work with somebody on because there's a lot of, um, from my end, I know there's a lot to offer in terms of mixing. Cause I think in general, there's a, and this happens a lot with athletes. Cause like, Cause they're good. Like they're, they're so good at what they do that the other stuff kind of falls to the side unless they need it or someone, you know, actually tells them, but like in boxing, there's a, there's almost a void between kind of like training, like strength training and then boxing. But there's, you know, in terms of like, you know, keeping yourself healthy, it's, you know, even like when I've talked to you before is like you stayed in shape by, you know, you didn't touch dumbbells or kettlebells ever. It was just body weight stuff. And I, I, I mean, I don't know for a hundred percent, but like, I would assume that's more common than it's not, you know what I mean? Like it's more common that people are not touching that stuff than they are. And, you know, for, for me, I guess talking to someone like yourself is building that relationship and trying to get people to understand that, you know, using that stuff correctly is going to only enhance, you know, um, enhance people's ability to do more. Not saying that it's necessary, but, you know, learning how to, you know, control your scapula, learning how to strengthen the scapula, learning how to rotate the hips, create rotation in the hips, create internal rotation in the hips. When you're throwing that punch, you know, that's all internal rotation. That's all internal rotation on the left side. When you're throwing the punch, this right here, you know, we're internally rotating the shoulder. So having strength there and being able to create that range of motion to throw this punch, because if you don't have, you know, if you can't internally rotate your shoulder, your punch isn't going to be as good and you're also not going to be able to land correctly. Or as you want, obviously wherever you're supposed to hit, you're going to want that to hit. Um, you know, speaking of in terms of creating that power, the more internal rotation that you can create, the more power you're going to create um, stability of the hip, stability of the shoulder, just because a lot of times, every time we throw a punch, the, our, you know, our hand is leaving the center of our body. So our stability is just, it's losing it. So as we start to leave the shoulder starts to, you know, lose its position a little bit more. So learning how to be able to properly bring it back and bring it back into that position to create more power is just going to be, you know, it's things like that that we're going to put boxers like yourself and then boxers in the future in a position. And I think, you know, I think you see it more and more because, you know, boxers are lasting longer and longer, whether that's because of head stuff or, you know, just overall injuries. I think that athletes in general are lasting longer, like, Tom Brady's lasting till he's 42. LeBron's going to play until he's 40. Um, Floyd is still fighting and he's 40. And like Mike Tyson's going to come back. It's like, you know, all this stuff is going to, you know, is happening because people are better understanding the body and they're finding a way to merge everything. Whereas before I think it was, you know, boxers are good at boxing. So you got a boxing coach who did boxing stuff. And then, you know, if you were lucky enough or had the money to get, find someone who knew the strength training side of things, you maybe did some of that stuff. But other than that, you're just doing push-ups, sit-ups, um, uh, pull-ups and all that stuff. And then just doing what you can, um, you know, so having someone like yourself who's experienced in the field and now 
kind of merging fitness and boxing is really cool. And you see it a lot of places, but like, you know, a lot of those people don't come from the background you do. A lot of people just run a boxing class to run a boxing class. And like, you know, coming from a background where you're fighting like top tier fighters, people who are fighting for championships. And it's the same thing, you know, like the people you named are the same as, you know, some, any other sport you look at the top of their, that level, like they're equal in, in skill and dedication to their sport. That is, you know, a soccer, baseball, basketball player. Um, so, you know, I think with, I think it's cool. And I think it's a, it's a good thing to kind of mix. Cause I think fighting's something that everyone should learn how to do. You know, I think they should all be competent enough to correctly throw a punch and also defend themselves if they need to. And then, you know, just keep yourself healthy because like I said, a lot of that stuff, you know, jujitsu is something that, that, as I said, I've been doing and some of the people in there are just beat to shit because they don't do anything else except jujitsu. And they're just constantly just, um, you know, abusing movements, abusing like push-ups or abusing kind of like rotation that they don't have, or they haven't earned essentially. So like be, letting these people in on, you know, do this, these little things. And again, it's not big things, you know? And like you said yourself, like this isn't, I'm not saying like you have to power lift to be a good boxer. I'm just saying like learning a little bit more about the body learning more about rotation, learning more about explosiveness, power, um, and learning about that stuff and how to utilize it and, you know, make your body better. It's just going to make a completely different boxer and then a completely different workout. And I'm sure you, you know, from experience, you've probably seen that. Yeah. I mean, there, yeah, I did nothing but calisthenics yeah. when I trained. Um, but I've um, put this, a lot that I've learned so far, just training um, beyond just the calisthenics. Like a big thing that I have a lot of my clients who are Atlas swings from the kettlebell, like kettlebells are huge, especially because I, what I demonstrated earlier. That yeah. Sitting. So you want sustained strength to be able to be down here low all the time, but you still got to have that explosiveness there to come back into your, and that's where like kettlebells, those swings, like that's promoting, that's strengthening those areas. Um, yes. So yeah, it's, I, I wish I knew some of this stuff um, when I was fighting. Yeah. It definitely useful. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think that, um, and looking back at it, I think that your skill of boxing you know, is probably, it would have been a little bit better just because of, you know, you, there's probably some days that um, you needed that little bit of extra stability or needed that little bit of extra strength or like maybe that little bit of extra mobility in the shoulder would have, you know, and it, that's looking back and nitpicking, but like, you know, those little inches and, you know, it's the same thing with any sport inches make a difference. And like you hitting two inches below the chin because you don't have the external the internal rotation to make a punch as opposed to square on the jaw, like, you know, that's, that's a knockout versus a missed punch and you get knocked out, you know? Um, so like those little details and being able to control certain areas are just, you know, um, it's huge. And like I said, it's make or break for some of these guys. Um, so, you know, and like I said, you being in that role, it's, you know, it's important to see both sides. And like I said, a lot of people never been in a fight or they've never been into that. Um, you know, they've never taken it into that, step where they're fighting against world champions like i said there's probably been people that you fought against that like like you said they know what's going on they're just waiting for it and then they just boom boom and they just toy with you and like you don't you don't get that fighting some people so like that is you know that's an unmatched experience that you're delivering to your clients essentially um so i guess one of my last questions is 
uh, well, last couple is favorite boxer of all time. And then, uh, you know, who, I guess your favorite aspect of boxing. Uh, name my favorite boxer of all time. Um, um, I don't know, man. Um, I guess favorite one to watch. doesn't have to be like favorite one. Favorite. So, so boxer, my favorite boxer ever is uh, Floyd Mayweather. But like my favorite guy in boxing is Mike Tyson. Okay. Cool. Because he, he was a destructive force and I love that. I love the dominance. I love, you know, the, the intimidation factor. Um, my favorite aspect of boxing, I just, um, th- there's a confidence that you get when yeah. – know that you can defend yourself at least yeah. Uh, yeah. for me I was a kid like I got I got picked on a lot I never thought I could fight and then when I started boxing and I people were like oh man he can hit hard and the first time I knocked someone out I was like I can do I can do any I can like I'll talk to whatever like girls I was afraid to talk to I can I can do physics now like it gave me a confidence <laughs> I, I could do anything because I could punch yeah uh, and like I said at the beginning Human beings, we're designed to do this. Um, you know, like, we don't have time to go into it more, but, like, everything I was talking about earlier about how our body works together and your body will tell you if you're doing it wrong. Everything done properly, you can almost tell, like, our bodies are designed to block punches, move away from punches, and land punches. And yeah. I just think we should all do it. Yeah. We can uh, – we'll do this again. We'll, we'll figure something out so we can go a little bit in more in-depth because I definitely – have some more questions to ask and like like i said i love talking about this stuff um where can people find you if they're looking for that type of stuff and where can they reach out if they have any questions um best place would be uh instagram right now um i'm redoing everything so okay but i mean find find me there the easiest place place probably what's the instagram um it's Jake um, underscore Baird. Okay. Cool. And I'll, I'll leave that below. I'll put the kind of links and everything there. Um, but yeah, so um, if you guys have any questions about that stuff, like I said, uh, I'd like to do this again. And if we, maybe we can do a little bit like of a, like a boxing Q and a instead of like, kind of just like a podcast. But um, if you guys have any questions, you can reach out to me. You can reach out to Jake. Um, any last minute things you got to say, Jake, anything? No, man. Let's get it. Ah, Cool. Yeah. So I appreciate you guys for stopping by those of you who listened. um, And if you have any questions, like I said, reach out, you know where I'm at. um, And we'll talk to you guys soon and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.